your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. A new dedicated service to deal with the problem and harm caused by crack cocaine is to set up in Limerick City. 200,000 in funding is to be provided by the HSE through its Midwest Drug and Alcohol Service in conjunction with the Midwest Regional Drug and Alcohol Forum and the service will start in April. We're joined on the line now by Rory Keane, Regional Coordinator of the HSE Midwest Drug and Alcohol Service that obviously includes Limerick and good morning to you Rory, how are you doing? Joe, good morning. How are things? Not too bad at all, Rory. And uh, I know we would have chatted to you um, uh, on these general issues in mm. the past. And certainly over the last 12 to 18 months on Limerick Today, we have been highlighting crack cocaine. Uh, we've heard from experts. We've heard from politicians. There is huge concern about this because internationally it has been shown to lay waste to vast tracts of cities, you know, the United States mm. being just one example. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I suppose crack cocaine really became an issue for us back in um, the autumn of 2019. Um, through the Midwest Region Drug and Alcohol Forum, um, we would work with sort of the, the frontline service providers and it became apparent then that um, in a very short period of time, up to 50% of the caseloads of the services, particularly those ones working in the kind of the harm reduction approach, we're seeing a lot more um, clients presenting in relation to crack cocaine use. Now, we'd seen crack cocaine episodically um, before then, but never in a, a, a much more sustained basis. Um, but it became apparent from then on that, that, that crack was available in the city and was being used. And, now, and this stuff can be literally lethal. Yeah, I mean, I thought with all drugs, there are risks in relation to um, toxicology, but I, I suppose what makes crack cocaine slightly different is um, the dynamics of it in terms of how people use it, how it Im- impacts them is much more accelerated compared to a drug like um, heroin. So you do, when people start using it, you do tend to see people binging on it um, and they will have prolonged periods when they're using it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has quite a, a rapid negative impact on people's physical health uh, and, um, 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 and, and their mental health as well. And, and do people get increasingly desperate to access more of it, which costs money, which can feed into crime. Yeah, um, they can do that. Like, again, so one of the things that, 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 that we would have seen, and I think it, it's, a, it's important to, to state that the, the primarily the people that we're seeing who are having a problem with, with crack cocaine, a lot of them would have been existing service users. They were people who, who would have had, you know, quite troubled, vulnerable backgrounds and were often engaged with services already. And what they were doing is they were adding crack cocaine to the, the menu of drugs that, um, 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 that, um, um, that they were using um, already. But you're right, I mean, you would see, um, you know, people get into very kind of prolonged periods of use. Um, and you mentioned 2019. Was that because there was a, a supply of crack cocaine coming into Limerick? Yeah, what seems to be the difference then, like clients had reported to us prior to that on a kind of an episodic basis that, that crack might have been available for a short period of time or drugs which they thought they, um, that they thought were crack, but it never really manifested itself in, 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 in a sustained basis. But fairly quickly around that time, it became apparent that, that there were significant numbers of existing service users were, were using crack and, 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 and that it was available on, on, on a much more sustained basis. And, and to be clear about this, we're chatting to Rory Keane, regional coordinator, of the HSE Midwest Drug and Alcohol Service about crack cocaine. You mentioned a menu of drugs. I mean, are there gateway drugs to crack cocaine or are people starting off there now? 
Well, no, I mean, I suppose what, what, what we're seeing in the main is the people engaging with, um, um, in treatment services. Like a lot of them will be coming from a background where they would have had ad- adverse childhood experiences. Um, they would have left school early. Um, they would already have a history of um, uh, drug use. Um, before they started using crack cocaine. But again, like one of the things that we've seen in terms of assessing people for our methadone program is that um, whereas before people would present primarily in relation to heroin use with maybe benzodiazepine use in, um, um, uh, in the background, now it's very much new clients coming forward who are using crack cocaine and heroin. Right. But again, I think it's important to, to, to stress, Joe, at the minute we're not seeing this in the wider population. Like we are talking about a group of you know very marginalised um, very vulnerable people who would have quite complex backgrounds. Um, That's interesting. So uh, are we an outlier or not when you talk to your colleagues in other urban areas around the country? Um, yeah, so the, um, I think there's, 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 there's two things driving that. One, um, and again, like you mentioned the states there, like they, if you look in terms of, you know, the 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 problems they had with, with crack cocaine in the, in the 90s and the problems the last, you know, so five, six years in relation to fentanyl, Communities which are vulnerable um, in terms of, you know, marginalisation, poor resources, poor community resilience, um, you know, those things tend to ask, act as risk factors which make those, those communities and people, people within them much more vulnerable. So certainly, you know, within the city, you know, some of the communities here are you know, coming from a very marginalised background, like there's very poor community infrastructure there. Um, and so are you saying we have more marginalised um, communities than elsewhere, and that that is a factor in it being worse here than elsewhere in yeah, urban well, areas? Yeah, well, it's not me saying it, but I mean, it, 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 it's well established if, if you look in terms of the data within the context of Ireland that, like, you know, some of the most marginalised communities in the state would be would be in um, Limerick City. Um, so certainly those risk factors, they impact both on communities and they, they, they impact on, on individuals as well. Um, and like similarly, I suppose the, the other thing, which, which, which I mean, it's an obvious thing to say, but it's true because it's available um, and certainly it, it, it's being, you know, quite aggressively pushed. Um, that, that acts as a risk factor okay. as well in terms of people so, becoming so, involved in so it. So clearly it's a multi-pronged approach. I mean, yes. supply is, you know, partly an issue for Angada Shiakana and the task forces. So what are you doing and, and this 200,000 euro in funding, what is it going to do to help with the crack cocaine problem we have? Yeah, so I, I suppose we, we, we've been working with ourselves and with the other um, funded agencies through the Midwest Regional Drug and Alcohol Forum. We've been working for the last three years with, with people using crack cocaine. Um, the difference with the, the new program, which will be rolled out by Analyphy in, in the Midwest, it, it's a targeted piece um, based on the model which they would have developed in, in, in Dublin around 2014-2015. And the key difference with this is um, it's what they call the LEAR model, law engagement and, and assisted recovery. So um, Analyphy staff will work very closely with frontline guards who are often in a very good position to identify people who are starting to get into trouble with crack cocaine and then to make you know, very strong referrals um, from the guards in, um, into the treatment service. So what Analyphy will do initially, it's very much that assertive outreach piece in terms of making contact with people and working with them from a harm reduction perspective. Um, And there's two key things there. One is to start to build up that 
relationship with people using crack. We know from our own experience from the evidence base, once you start to make those connections, you're building the platform from whereby people can start to recover. The second thing then is that um, assertive outreach and case management approach, which is working with people to try and get them to that point where they can start to make maybe initially minor changes within the lifestyle, but again, to build up their um, resilience and their ability to start making much more significant changes in terms of bringing them out of that very kind of chaotic um, you know, lifestyle where the focus is very much around the drug use and then starting to look at the range of issues that they need support around. Right. Okay. Well, listen, best of luck with it. It's an important program for Limerick. There's no question about that. That's Rory Keane, Regional Coordinator of the HSE Midwest Drug and Alcohol Service, which includes Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.